get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongallant.ca. The Enlightenment Path is about remembering who you are. Not remembering through a thought, not remembering through some sort of past life regression experience, not remembering through some sort of mental construct of some sort, like I am this, or I accomplished that, or I was this, or my angel self is that, or my higher self is this. That's, that's not the enlightenment path. Although some people tread upon that path for a period of time to lead them to the enlightenment path, and there's nothing wrong with that. But once you realize who you are, not through thought, but through experience, which can only be shown, it cannot be talked about. Once that experience is so deeply realized where it becomes obvious that this is the one experience that is unchanging, it's the one experience that was with you all along through all other experiences. When this finally becomes obvious to you, then realization is attained. There's a certain melting point where you were such a part of this truth that it is the foundation on which everything else sits. Now, you will have experiences that run over the surface bodies, but you are never convinced that these surface body type experiences are you. They're just experiences. They're, they come and go. Monday comes and goes. Tuesday comes and goes. Your life comes and goes. Sometimes you're doing one job. Sometimes you're doing another one. Some people heavily identify with their jobs. But the jobs always change. So how can you really identify with it? You can play the role for a period of time. But you're never convinced that that is the totality of who you are. Not if you have a certain amount of wisdom flowing through you. It's so difficult to incarnate in this reality and have such stakes on the table for survival. It's so difficult that once you start to achieve success in this, to not attach. After all, you spend so much energy and so much work on trying to survive and, and just get by in the drama of life. And then you start to take it very seriously and say, okay, that's who I am, look what I did. And then one day a guru comes along and rips the entire veil <laughs> on which you were basing your life apart. They rip it right off and then you just laugh yourself half to death because you realize you've been like a dog running around in circles, chasing your tail, thinking that's what life's about. If any of you have seen videos where someone has an extreme awakening happen, they giggle so strongly and it's not because of a thought, it's just this experience that was waiting for you to just burst, burst outwards. It's absolute joy, right? That's what 
you are here to bring into your life. You're here to make that conscious. The obviousness of who you are. The obviousness of the experience that trumps all other experiences. The experience that is underneath everything that ever will happen and ever has happened to you. And this is realized just by being here. Kind of like the bugs running over my head as they <laughs> I sit out here in the woods. <laughs> but it's pretty crazy when you think about it because imagine you're sitting there playing a board game and it takes you 10 years to master. Maybe it's a game of chess. 10, 15 years and then you become very good at that board game and then a guru comes along and then just takes that board game, tips all the pieces upside down and you realize, well, what the hell was that about? <laughs> After all, I'm a chess champion, but now there's no more chess game to play. And in that moment, you become aware of who is playing. So in this way, a guru can really help. In this way, when you find your guru, they may do things that piss you off because you are playing games that you think are important. But imagine, if you will, that you are immortal. Imagine for a moment that this life is just one of many lives. Imagine that this game that you're playing is a game that you've played millions of times before. And you're stuck in constantly playing it. You're stuck in constantly playing it because you are attached to winning a game that cannot be won. And then someone comes along and shows you that the things you take so seriously are just a game. At first, the defense mechanisms may come up, but only for a short time. Because inside there is wisdom. There is something inside you that knows that there must be something more than just the day-in, day-out game of survival. There's something deeper going on amidst all of this. There's something more profound. Everyone knows this. Some people deny it just because they're mad about not realizing it, but everyone deep inside knows that there's something much greater at work. It's the deep knowing of the infinite that you are. It's a deep knowing that there is this experience that has always been there. This aspect of you which is really the entirety of you that is underneath the objects of your focus. It's there when you stop doing. It's there when you are doing. It's there when you sleep and it's there when you awake. It's there when you're happy and it's there when you're sad. It's there when you are in physical pain. 
and when you are healthy. Turn your attention to this thisness that is here no matter what is happening. And freedom is the result. It's like a fluffy buffer. It creates space between you and your problems. As I've said before, space is all that matters, really. I mean, if you have a problem that is a tiger stalking you in the woods, which is probably something I shouldn't be talking about right now, seeing as I'm sitting in the woods. Maybe a tiger's listening right now, even though I'm in North America and there's no tigers here. But the space between you and that tiger will dictate how much danger you are in. Like right now, there's a lot of space between me and a tiger. So I'm safe from tigers. So in this way, when you realize this aspect of you that has been here the whole time that is unchanging, when you remember this and experience of this infiltrates the ego, It's like a medicine to your pain. And freedom is the result. So don't take survival more seriously on an emotional level than you need to, or a mental level. Do what is needed, but do not seek joy in whether you accomplish the game of survival or not, whether you are good at it or not, or whether you are a great achiever in whatever aspect of your life that you are seeking to achieve in. Enjoy those games. Do what is necessary to survive, but do not seek the solace for your soul in that. Because that's already here. Do not seek certain experiences to free you from this moment. Only seek that which has always been here. The most authentic experience of you underneath all experiences of you. This is how some students get stuck in spiritual experiences. It's like chasing the dragon. They have this one beautiful exhaust fume experience of unraveling of the ego. And then they go back to trying to find that again. But once you let something go, once you let a piece of illusion go, there's no need to go back to find it again. So spiritual phenomena are also 
beautiful experiences and you can enjoy them, but they are not the experience that is underneath all experiences. They are that which always is. That is the experience of all experiences. The one experience from which all other experiences come from. I believe there's a story of Papaji who had a beautiful experiences with Krishna. And he would see Krishna quite clearly and, and speak with Krishna. And when he was studying with Ramana Maharshi, one day Ramana Maharshi said, well, where is Krishna now? And Krishna was not there. And an experience emerged within Papaji that was always there. And he became one of the greatest teachers ever of satsang. So there's nothing wrong with enjoying experiences of life, enjoying your accomplishments, enjoying everything, but do not do so and forget the experience that's underneath all of it, which is your freedom. I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Take care for now. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, just go to patreon.com under Jason Gallant.